0: hello listeners welcome to this week's episode of the Green Mile I'm John Campbell Mike Groney's with me hello and uh, before you listen to this episode we just want to remind you that while you can follow along each week on this show we do offer you the opportunity over on our patreon patreon.com panel on panels to binge the first two seasons of the show right now
1: that's right for just one dollar you can gain access to a plethora of episodes beyond just the one you're listening to this week last week or what you might be listening to for free next week that is just one dollar a month we'll give you Access to dozens of episodes.
0: So without further ado, it's time to Hulk out.
1: Dr. David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And now, when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs.
0: Sued by an investigative reporter. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry.
1: The creature is wanted for a murder he didn't commit. David Banner is believed to be dead. And he must let the world think that he is dead until he can find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within him.
0: Welcome back to The Green Mile, the show where we chart Dr. David Banner's journey to cure himself of the Hulk, episode by episode. I'm John Campbell. With me, as always, my travel companion, Mike Grigoni. Hello. All right. Well, Banner's journey continues here. It
1: continued indeed and oh this, what a journey this
0: is one you were looking forward to
1: because the look of surprise on that gorilla's face from the dvd menu
0: and if you're looking for a guy in a gorilla suit boy this delivers in spades doesn't it if you're
1: it? looking for a guy in a bad gorilla suit
0: <laughs> no it is it is the most <laughs> like dime store costume gorilla
1: i wouldn't. It's the suit the mask is okay and Look, the suit isn't so far. as just like because you've seen like really bad costumes that are just like a hairy suit mm. that looks like somebody strapped it, ha- like fuzzy felt on. All right, all it themselves. It's, it's
0: one step up. It's a it's it's a decent costume. Stories.
1: Imagine the gorilla costumes from Batman and Robin, in which. Yeah. Poison Ivy has that weird ass oh dance number. Oh my god,
0: that's exactly what this Gorilla Costume looks like. Yes. Only it's not purple cuz it's not a Joel Schumacher movie. <laughs> right. Um <laughs> god, what a weird scene that is.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, but Im- imagine Poison Ivy's gorilla striptease. But the <laughs> By the way, I believe that's the off. only
0: cinematic gorilla strip tease I can think of.
1: Uh, off the top of my head. Yes, because in every other instance they're actually chimpanzees. Mhm. <laughs> I remember a distinct scene from uh, what was it? Um, The Marky Mark version of uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that got in. That that got in some weird, weirdly sexy scene with uh, Helen Bottom Carter. Oh, Paul Giamatti. When he had like the weird sexy times with the apes. He sure did. Yeah, that was a weird scene. (laughs) Yeah, that
0: was definitely a movie that was playing up the sexiness of the apes. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Uh, This episode does not play up the sex factor of apes all that
0: much. And you know what? I think it's lesser (laughs) (laughs) for. Let's talk about it. Uh, i got to pull up the Incredible Hulk wiki here. This episode is called The Beast Within. This is episode four of season one.
1: strange title for the episode considering how many beasts were without.
0: Indeed. Uh, This is written by Karen Harris and Jill Sherman Donner. Two women wrote this episode. Mm. For a show in the late 70s, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Directed by Kenneth Gilbert. Uh, It originally aired March 17th, 1978. Mm. Uh... I'll give the synopsis here of the episode. David takes a job at a zoo in order to learn more about the research of a controversial scientist studying animal aggression.
1: David doesn't take a job at the zoo. David suddenly has a job at the zoo. (laughs) We'll We'll get there.
0: This is what I remember about the show. Uh, yeah, We'll get into it. Um, when David discovers that the insecure young woman's being framed by several corrupt zoo officials involved in a diamond smuggling operation, <laughs> it will take the power of the creature within him to resolve the situation. But what I was going to say is this, is this is what I remember of the show, is you would just be dropped in and he'd be doing something. Like the previous episode, we saw him meet a guy, get a job. Yes. I always remember they would just start and you're like, oh, now he's a carnival barker. <laughs> I don't know if he ever is a carnival barker. I,
1: that has to happen at <laughs> some point. There's no he's, way. He's, I, I'll this tell goes you this. for how many seasons? Seasons, five then the, he will be a carnival barker. he's a carny
0: of some sort <laughs> i guarantee because he's he's always trying to take a job that that keeps him in the background right uh-huh. so things like a janitor or yes. yeah which in this case he is
1: this is our uh, second time he has been a janitor slash something
0: else well in the last episode he was kind of a doctor and also kind of a janitor yes and He's a little bit of a massage therapist.
1: He's got to be sweeping at some point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a writing dictate on this show. There really writes, is. At some point, Banner will sweep.
0: I want I want somebody to chart the amount of screen time that Bixby spends sweeping <laughs> throughout this series because it's a lot.
1: <laughs> in real life, Bixby has a degree in janitorial. <laughs> well, engineering. that's the thing,
0: and so he really wanted to find a vehicle that could take advantage of that. Yes, 100%. and that's that's the Incredible Hulk. Uh. <laughs> Uh yes uh so yeah he takes a we we just we just open on him he's yeah, he's, he's working at he's the zoo he's
1: sweeping up in the zoo with uh his good friend Joe the janitor yeah
0: Charles Lampkin is the actor who plays Joe and uh, what an endearing jovial fella
1: yeah I mean he borders on like the stereotypical magical Negro a little bit
0: kind
1: he, of he, he, he never he, does anything. Approaching, ma- he seems like he should be
0: magical. Is, is right. what I would say. Yes, and he has. He has all the, the like trippiness. attitude. Yeah, but he never actually does anything. He kind of just shows up and is like, "Well, that happened." Yeah, doop I, doop he, doop. he's an exposition I, dump at the beginning here. He's keep, only here. To, I
1: keep expecting him to like spat out some folksy wisdom. Yeah, which I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that he doesn't, just because of how like stereotypical he is.
0: Well, like I said, I mean. I, it's a bad thing in only in the way that would have given him more character because he's really just here to be like, oh, have you heard? Those animals are dying and they're blaming this doctor.
1: And to show up like every third or fourth scene to go, well, good looking on you, white folks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be over here. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that,
0: Yeah, he doesn't really do much in this episode.
1: Yeah, again, he 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 sets that first plot line of like, oh, all these zoo animals are dying.
0: But I'll say this guy makes a meal out of this little part here. I mean, he really does bring a lot of personality to it. Yeah,
1: no, it's true. I'm sure he's a working TV actor. Yeah,
0: Charles Lampkin, I should look up. What? Because the thing is, we're going to see, I think, pretty much every like working TV actor of the 70s pop into this show at oh, some point.
1: we've got to. I mean, this was such a big show of the time. It
0: was such a big show of the time, and a show that needed lots and lots of people, because every episode basically has a new ensemble.
1: Right, because uh, we really only have the one continuous actor. I well, well, to well, hold on now. There, the are,
0: <laughs> there are two, well, there are three regular actors on the show, because there's also Ferrigno. Sure, yeah. uh, but of course I'm talking about the wonderful Jack Colvin. Who I'm we'll, not. We'll get to, <laughs> we'll get to, him in a And second. his
1: mighty one scene in this episode. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh
0: oh wow yeah 104 credits on Charles Lampkin's nice. career there. Uh, he did die in 1989, mm. but he was what 76. Mm. So yeah, but uh, yeah, he did he did a lot of work going way back. He plays a character named Pops in the movie
1: Cocoon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, Cocoon. Mm-hmm. What a weird movie. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Scrolling through... This guy was on, like, every show from the 50s through the 80s. Nice. Um, so, yeah.
1: Totally. Uh, but, yeah. So, we start in on Banner. He suddenly has a job at a zoo. Uh, mm-hmm. He Which I'm okay
0: with. We don't need to see him apply for this for job.
1: <laughs> sure, whatever. Uh, but it is as a janitor, so it's like obviously he didn't go through a extreme hiring process. Well, because um, you
0: can't do a background check on him. He doesn't exist. Well, his name's not even Banner here.
1: Right. It's uh, The name we get this episode is... David
0: Bradburn, I believe.
1: David Bradburn, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: no limit to Banner's ability to come up with other B names.
1: I'm sure it's just a matter of time before we loop back around. Um, I'm looking forward to that day, actually. When, I, when he uses
0: the same one again,
1: right? Um, specifically, I'm wondering if this was the writers have a log somewhere they're keeping of all of his B names.
0: Like, there's just somewhere in their in their writers room they have a chalkboard uh-huh. that just has a bunch of yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> B last names. Uh, like, if it was if it was my writers room, that's precisely what would be yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we get introduced to this plot point that, like, oh, yeah, all these animals are dying. But there's also this doctor at... Uh
0: well, because he's there, as as with everything, because he, wherever he moves is motivated by, of course, his uh, mission to be cured of the Hulk. Mm-hmm. And so, in this case... And we have
1: no idea where this zoo is, by the way.
0: They never... We don't... I don't... You know, it's interesting. Let me look at the wiki, because the wiki always states where each episode is located.
1: Right. Uh, and... This one really didn't give me any indication. To be fair, the last episode really didn't give me any indication. Until they just
0: straight up said it was Delaware? Right. <laughs> yeah, the, the, this episode says nothing about. Uh, All right.
1: So th- this is a zoo. I'm presuming it's somewhere on the East Coast. Uh, simply because we get a line later in the episode where uh, the doctor, I'm completely forgetting her name. Uh, the um, doctor's
0: name, uh, Dr. Baxter. Dr. Baxter. Dr. Banner and Dr. Baxter. Um, And you know he'll be Baxter at some point.
1: (laughs) Of course. The fact that he wasn't in this episode, the fact that... uh,
0: (laughs) Why would you burn another B last name? Like, nobody else should have B last names.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Unless it was like a funny joke in the episode. Like, Mm. oh, well, my name is Baxter as well. Mm -hmm. How weird. Aha. Uh, (laughs) But she says, she asks him at one point, like, oh, where are you from? And he says, well, most recently, New York.
0: Here's the here's thing I'm thinking about, because this is, we come, or we don't, we live in a world mm-hmm. where the order of episodes of television is super important to telling a story. Yes. There was a time, and this is very much in that time, when they would shoot a bunch of episodes and then air them in whatever order they want. Mm-hmm. I think this episode was shot after the one that's coming up where he is in New York in the middle of Times Square. Okay. Okay. That's my guess. As well, what, we'll have to pay he definitely attention. Has to...
1: not been in New York in the episodes we've seen. We will have to pay attention to the canon and mm-hmm. see if any important <laughs> plot points are uh, dropped before or after. See,
0: see if we can somehow like <laughs> recontextualize and put together the correct viewing order so for this. So
1: episodic, where there's no way. No,
0: that's the th- well. That's the thing. TV was like that, so they would just be like
1: this one, uh-huh. that one, yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so we have him inter... Introducing himself to this Dr. Baxter, because Mm -hmm. she is studying uh, animal aggression. Yes. And specifically how she might be able to chemically reduce uh, animal aggression. Something,
0: obviously, Banner would be interested in.
1: He's certainly interested, because he is uh, one of the most dangerous animals.
0: Maybe the most dangerous animal. We've seen him defeat every other predator that's come his way. It's
1: true. Uh, And this uh, gorilla we will see is no exception. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The gorilla tough as he may be mm-hmm. goes down at the feet of the Hulk. Uh,
1: so we get this sequence in which uh, he uh, basically implants himself in this research laboratory as a he just very, very in the know janitor. I mean,
0: <laughs> very, very in the know doesn't even begin to cover how in the know this guy is so, because the the, 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 the cute little thing here is that she has studied the research of the the late great Doctor David Banner, mm-hmm. uh, and he and this like, are you familiar with Doctor Banner's work? And we get a Bixby line like, "Yeah, fairly familiar." <laughs> he might as well have t- done a take to camera, <laughs>
1: wink. Well, no, my favorite part is uh, he's going into sort of her research about the the chemical ways in which he's trying to identify yeah. genetic markers uh, that like trigger rage in animals mm-hmm. and. She looks at him and says, "Wow, you know quite a bit about this where did where did you study?" And it's like, oh, well, I've got like a a medical degree and a he, like, he, a minor in animal husbandry yeah
0: he uh <laughs> he he says he was pre-med uh-huh. so that explains some of his like medical doctoring skills huh um I guess at some point he switched from pre-med to his I mean it would I guess he would have taken pre-med classes if he was getting his biochemistry degree sure. I don't know it's a whole thing. Uh, But then he's also like, and I took a few courses
1: in animal husbandry. Now, was this before or after Nom?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who could forget the revelation in the last episode? Uh, uh, Will this ever be brought up again? Like, you can't just drop that he was in Nom. They did. (laughs) Do you think at any point he crossed paths with a certain general that we know?
1: No, absolutely not. No, they never. never. 100%
0: never. They were never Uh, in the same area? No.
1: Well, they might have been on the same base, but Mm -hmm. it would always be like, he would walk into a room right Mm -hmm. as the other one was walking out.
0: Oh, yeah. It
1: was always just like slightly missed paths. Mm,
0: It's like sliding doors. It's just
1: like sliding (laughs) doors, yes.
0: (laughs) You know what? This show is like the sliding doors of Hulk shows. This is a different path. This is where Mm -hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow didn't get on that train. Precisely. Um to uh, reference that movie.
1: Yeah, so we we have discovered yet another of uh, Dr. Banner's doctorates, and that is in uh, Animal Husbandry.
0: Yes, good lord. <laughs> what can't this guy do? We're literally each
1: episode, it's something else. Yep. Will it be every episode? I'm really hoping, because <laughs> I want to make a uh, a... Really definitive list of every single doctor. You, yeah, we're keeping I am track. I'm compiling. Yeah,
0: yes. you, you got a list there. It's true. You've got a list of all of his last names and all of his doctorates.
1: I'll, I'll say this we're only, what, four, technically, episodes in? Yeah. And I have six written down, <laughs> so. <laughs> I am looking forward.
0: That's amazing. To the
1: complete list.
0: He's a very well rounded doctor. <laughs> very, he knows a lot. He's a it's very, true. He,
1: <laughs> it is
0: just like. <laughs> David Banner, smart guy.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Look, he's a Marvel scientist. Mm-hmm. That covers a lot but of But the other
0: thing I love is he's kind of a bad scientist, too, because she's talking about, well, she's worked on this new version of the formula and this and that, and he's like, have you considered... Gamma radiation? <laughs> his, suge- his all-purpose suggestion, no matter what, he's like, blast it with gamma. Well,
1: it doesn't have to be gamma. It can be all sorts of radiation. There was that uh, one episode where he was just trying to blast himself up with some of them good old-fashioned x-rays. It's true.
0: <laughs> the sad thing is the show just ends with him dying of cancer. <laughs> uh, turns he- out
1: that uh, when he gets the big forehead when he turns into Hulk, that's a tumor. Mm-hmm. Jeez, how dark.
0: How sad would that be if that's how they... No, I know how the show ends. It doesn't end that way. Uh, I may not remember every episode, but I do distinctly remember those movies in particular.
1: Um, well, there's a lot to talk about there. We'll get there eventually. We will. And for um, the longest
0: time, only the movies were the only thing out on DVD, so I would watch those.
1: Okay, but we have to get to the cockamamie, cockamamie scheme of this episode. Oh, is this the most cockamamie we've seen? Okay, so right now, we t- to compare... Mm-hmm. Um
0: Oh, I didn't know you were keeping track
1: of these as well. Oh, I am also keeping track of Cock and wow. schemes. Yeah. Um because you, you,
0: you have a lot of documentation on this show.
1: Look, there is a lot to document.
0: I love that, like how much effort we put into this into this show. Uh,
1: <laughs> look, it's it's not hard and I enjoy it. No,
0: I do too. Um, no, don't th- no, <laughs> This needs to be compiled because God knows the writers never thought this hard about I it. Mostly I
1: enjoy coming up with uh titles for these Cock and okay, schemes. Okay, all right. Um <laughs> So the scheme in this episode mm-hmm. is so all of these zoo animals we find out are dying. Yes. Uh, then uh, Bruce gets Banner <laughs> gets wise.
0: Yeah, that's why f- I just stick with Banner. I'd make the to same the mistake.
1: fact that like oh. Uh, this doc- Dr. Baxter is being blamed for all these animal deaths because she's not catching this viral infection they have all apparently been having. Yeah. And he finds that mighty suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's following uh, the shiftiest of zoo workers. Oh, my
0: God. Let's talk about uh, this Bruce? guy. I th- no, his name is no, not Bruce. No, no. It's, um, uh, his name is Carl. Right? Carl. Right, because
1: yeah. Carl Malone. <laughs> we'll get to it. Don't be confused, listener.
0: Yeah. Carl the Mailman Malone isn't in this episode, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, Carl, played by Richard Kelton.
1: Uh, Carl is yet another zoo worker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who is the shiftiest motherfucker. Literally,
0: every time Banner sees him, he's doing something. It's like, oh, I. Uh, <laughs> the well, first time
1: we see him, he's in Dr. Baxter's office leaving yeah. some kind of note, and they catch him in the act of leaving some kind of note. Mm-hmm. And he's like sleazily <laughs> hits on Dr. Baxter. Yeah, hey, uh,
0: what are we? Are we going out tonight?
1: Right. And he's just a real
0: piece One of the things that I like is he sleazily hits on her and he's like, we going out tonight? She's like, no, I can't. He's like, alright.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's sleazy, but give him this. He backs off. Fair, he No means no. Fair enough. Uh, but the next time we see him, he's like really shiftily carrying away a dead ape. Uh, He's He's Carrying out a dead chimpanzee, he or is. what appears to be a dead chimpanzee. You're right, because uh, Banner like takes its pulse. I think he touches it in the center of its forehead. Well, Apparently, I think that's how you take an ape pulse. Is it? <laughs> according to this show, we're learning our science from
0: this show. Yeah. So yeah,
1: according to this <laughs> show, science. <laughs> he
0: I'm also t- even even if that is the case, which I'm certain it's not. <laughs> uh, even if that is the case, he touches it for about mm, a half a second. He's a doctor. This John. is a al- this ape is alive. <laughs> That chimpanzee isn't dead. He's just unconscious. He's right. in a coma. Um, and then I love <laughs> this is where we get Malone, who's the, the kind of the head of the zoo. Right. Barreling in and is like, no, no, blah, 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 I'm a doctor. Right. Uh, he, he's, a, he's a total like, well, 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 well kind of character. We'd met
1: Malone briefly before because he had come into Dr. Baxter's office to say, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, we got that really crazy, dangerous uh, circus lion that ate its trainer. By the way, Congratulations. That,
0: has, that never comes back in any way or has anything to do with anything in this episode. The lion? Yeah. Yeah, it does. What does the lion have to do with anything?
1: It It's in that pen later in the episode. No, no.
0: You see it. It has no bearing on the plot.
1: He's about to throw... Do- we'll get there. But he's, he's the lion is an imposed threat. Like, yeah. We know how dangerous that lion is, so it becomes like the effective wood chipper they're about to toss somebody in.
0: But then the lion doesn't eat that guy.
1: <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, John. <laughs>
0: No, that only works if the guy gets eaten. It's yeah. a whole thing.
1: Well, we get this dangerous it, th- Then it's Chekhov's lion. It's Chekhov's lion that never gets used. Right. Um, it's,
0: uh, there's a gun hanging in the wall in the first act, and then somebody just like pulls it out in the second act.
1: Yeah, and then it never gets used. Yeah, they don't fire it, though. That is basically what happens. Somebody
0: pulls it out and goes, there's no bullets in this gun, and then <laughs> the play ends. Pretty
1: much. <laughs> that is precisely what happens. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Malone shows up, and he's like, no, no, this... Ape is definitely dead. Yeah, I am not suspicious at all. Pa, 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 pa. I'm a doctor. Leave Banner. You're making us look bad. Mm-hmm.
0: This is a very harumphing kind of performance. Oh yeah,
1: he's He's forty like th- percent uh, harumph. Yeah, <laughs> from,
0: uh, we should say. Oh, this may be my. I, I, I should keep track of these guest star names because we've run out some good ones. This guy's name plays Doctor Malone. This is incredible. Dabs Greer.
1: Dabs Greer.
0: What are you, whose first name is Dabs? Oh. D-A-B-B-S. That's Dabs a, Greer. I like it. Isn't that a great name? That is. Dabs Greer.
1: You don't hear any kids named Dabs anymore. I wonder anymore. if his
0: name was Dabney. Yeah. Because that's a name. Maybe. And they everybody just called him Dabs. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, he's <laughs> rumping all over this episode. Or Dabnell. Dabnall, yeah. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, okay. he is harumphing all over this episode. And he's the conflicted he's, one. He's
1: like 40% harumph and like 70% nervous sweats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's the one... It's another episode
0: where we don't really get why or how these people got involved in this insane scheme.
1: Because Banner ah. is like casually observing them from across a zebra pen. Mm-hmm. And he sees them meeting with some uh, shifty South African gentleman. Yeah. Well, uh, African. We don't necessarily know... Do we confirm yes. it's South Africa? He, well, because that's where the diamonds come from. Yes, there are diamonds. We'll get there.
0: <laughs> I actually think this plan doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, it absolutely. And I, I, I mean, but literally, I don't even follow what they're doing. So
1: here's what we get.
0: Okay, yeah. We eventually let's break into this. We
1: eventually find out mm-hmm. that there have there was a diamond heist in South Africa. Yes. Those diamonds then disappeared. Mm-hmm. We're fairly certain. Based on the evidence given in this episode, yeah. that those diamonds were smuggled out of the country in the form of being inside of animals.
0: Yeah, they're they're smuggling diamonds out of South Africa and dead animals. Dead animals they're getting from this zoo.
1: But the but the, but, the no though. The animals aren't dead because he handed him when they met up with the shifty South African guy, mm-hmm. they swap uh popcorn yes. things. The diamonds are inside the popcorn thing. So when they're doing the vivisection of the animals after their apparent quote unquote death, they're extracting the diamonds from the animals. So the diamonds are inside the animals while they're alive. That's how they smuggled them out of the country.
0: So the zoo is getting the animals from South Africa. Yes. that are full of, full of diamonds. Full of diamonds <laughs> yes. that have apparently no negative effects on the animals.
1: Uh-uh. Until No, nope. they... and then they kill the animals like to have an excuse to have a biopsy on the oh animals. Oh my god! This makes and, no fucking and sense. And that lets them take. This the time. was the best
0: way to do this. <laughs> this
1: was the this was a, the genius I, plan. Again, in terms of cockamamie plans, this one's up there. But. Oh my god! <laughs> so yes, we
0: and then because uh, there, there's a line where they're like, "Oh, we're gonna have to kill the zebra now,"
1: because the zebra has the last of the diamonds in it. But
0: I, but they're like, "No, no, it's it's too suspicious if 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 this many animals die all at once." So so there's also like a timetable involved here, where it's like every couple of weeks we kill well, one. Well, because
1: they've killed an orangutan, yes, a chimpanzee, yes, and now a zebra. Yeah, I think yeah, and so those three animals. Uh, one of which, I don't know if orangutans are native to South Africa. I'm fairly certain they're not. Um, But anyway, it it doesn't really matter. What (laughs) matters is this is a really dumb plan. Whether
0: whether they are or not, it still doesn't make any sense.
1: (laughs) It makes a certain amount of sense. It's just stupid. (laughs) Also, how many (laughs) diamonds... they picked...
0: They pick kind of radically different sized animals. Well, I'm guessing You're not going to get as many diamonds in a chimpanzee as you are in a fucking zebra.
1: I'm guessing that's why they had to like slow roll it. Because, like, okay, the main shipment came in the zebra. But <laughs> well, we got the first few out. Well, they, they tested... Oh, fuck. It. They're not from... They're from Indonesia Malaysia, yeah. where orangutans are from. Yeah. They're not African at all. No. Um... So yeah, that's what I think the plan was. Every all the evidence I have seen in this episode suggests that was the plan. Oh my god! Because uh, otherwise, I don't quite know where. Here, here,
0: here's where I headed in my. <laughs> they were I, 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 like this is le- legitimately what I thought because the episode in no way really digs into it. I thought they were killing animals, mm-hmm. sending those animals to South Africa, putting diamonds in them, and sending them back. That doesn't make any sense, but. To be fair, this only this plan that I think I think you're right about this plan only makes a little bit more sense than what I just said.
1: The only evidence that I have to suggest my plan is the correct one is when they trade off the popcorn tubs. That's what I did. He says, "Oh, it's like a multi million dollar... I was
0: trying to figure that out, and that that actually makes more so sense. So the
1: diamonds they were handing off the diamonds right there.
0: He says something about like it's rare to find a million dollar bucket of popcorn right. or
1: whatever. Um, fuck that guy. <laughs> so yes get his name uh it's not his fault and he is also he had a really good diamond smuggling operation going on i'm
0: talking about that actor though he uh uh jean durand Hmm. i think i mean he
1: looked properly menacing yeah Um, he's, he's fine but yes he just had
0: oh yeah he's a haitian actor
1: oh okay um
0: did a bunch of tv as well as you would expect
1: but yes uh where this stacks up in terms of the the merging of the citrus houses? What are we calling
0: this? The the dead animal gambit?
1: Um, I don't know because last one was of course called peak physical exertion. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, because that <laughs> <laughs> once he reaches peak physical right. exertion. <laughs> um, Th- well, this p- <laughs> at least
0: that plan we knew what was going on because the guy had to explain it every thirty seconds in right. great detail. This plan is just kind of like
1: I don't know diamonds inside animals. Yeah. Again, yeah.
0: I but don't then know. these animals are these I, I can't stress enough, these animals are running
1: around the zoo for presumably weeks. I no, because they just got the chimp in.
0: Yes, the chimp was new, but the zebra was already there. And so was the orangutan? We don't know what the story with the orangutan was, <laughs> but the zebra <laughs> was there for a while. Yeah. And the, and and I just like this idea that that like Carl was sitting there going like, that zebra's so full of diamonds. I can't <laughs> wait to cut those diamonds out of that zebra.
1: Also, He's this, back
0: to the gills with diamonds.
1: This implies <laughs> that, A, there was somebody on in South Africa that found these animals, sedated them, cut mm-hmm. them open, yeah. filled, them, filled them full of diamonds. And then... That-
0: and, and then, then when they get to the zoo, I guess I guess it's conceivable that Malone is... Ma- but, like, you would think they'd go through some kind of inspection and be like, what are these surgical scars? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or that... Because here's the thing. They had to kill the animals to get the diamonds out.
0: Because they didn't have to kill them to get them in. So why would they have to right. kill them to get them out? They could just say, oh, no, this animal is sick. It needs surgery. Right. Dr. Malone will perform it with Carl's assistance. Yeah. And then we pull out the diamonds Uh and be like, oh, we fixed the animal. That would certainly draw less suspicion than like animals keep dying at the zoo. (laughs)
1: We need a patsy. Let's blame Dr. Baxter. That seems like the really unnecessary part of this plan. It it really does. Like, we need a scapegoat for no good reason.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We need a scapegoat for a thing we didn't
1: have to do to begin with. Let's pull somebody else into this web of lies. (laughs) They
0: they are completely responsible for the downfall of their own plan. Yes,
1: 100%. This is all hubris. (laughs) Bloody animal-killing hubris.
0: And then Banner's just running around in here.
1: Banner's the only one who like even notices this is happening
0: (laughs) (laughs) well he's like chimpanzee's not dead and they're like yes yes it is (laughs) shut up shut up janitor and then (laughs) once he notices that that's when the south african guy is like you should kill him (laughs)
1: because yeah carl definitely says i think that janitor suspects something yeah with no real evidence to suggest that other than he knew the chimp wasn't dead Mm -hmm. uh and so, yeah, the South Which African... They could totally
0: be like, well, what does the dumb janitor know? Like, nobody's going to listen to the janitor. Right.
1: <laughs> Trying to kill him gives him credence. So then the South African guy says, like, well, you better kill him just to be safe. And, and be creative about and it. And be creative. So, boy, is he creative about it.
0: <laughs> uh, he injects the gorilla that's in Dr. Baxter's lab with, yes. the, with the aggressive... The aggression drug.
1: So Doctor Baxter is trying to come up with a drug that will reduce aggression.
0: But she has a what d-
1: she came up with initially was a serum that like calms them down at first and then makes them crazy angry. Right, right. Uh, a la the Hulk. Yeah. Um, it's su- it's suggested that maybe this is a uh, formula that was originally developed by Banner. Yes. Um, but then she took it farther yes um because it's this, whatever this, like gdp4 right it's like four yeah
0: um and uh so he, he injects the gorilla with this yeah then i love this this movie is my favorite he he
1: takes a, a beaker and sma- a and big flask and he smashes, and he it, on smashes the it in the gorilla cage
0: yeah and then he's like oh janitor the gorilla made a mess. <laughs>
1: it's even more than that. It's not like he calls over the intercom like oh, there's a mess in the gorilla pen. Mm-hmm. It's he drives out to banner. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He- finds him when he's on that weird date with Dr. Baxter getting zoo hot dogs. Which is
0: one of the worst edited things I've seen in any TV show.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> it's no boat explosion. I'll say that much. <laughs> no,
0: no, that was that was the pinnacle of this show, and it will never top that. Uh that scene also is just like, him being cute with the mustard.
1: Uh-huh. What is that doing in this episode? He's, like, he's making a play for Dr. Baxter. There's a there's a strong romantic subplot in this episode.
0: There is, and it's so out of place with the rest of this episode. The also, tonal shifts in this episode. Oh, yeah. Because it, it's, it's not even romantic. It's, like, romantic comedy. It's goofy.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, like, and, it's like, lovable really, old Banner, a side really, of him
0: we've never seen.
1: I really hope you've forgotten about Banner's dead wife that he couldn't save.
0: Yeah, if just, Whatever. <laughs> The thing the thing that drove him to basically insanity to the point where he injected himself with gamma radiation mm-hmm. and made himself the Hulk.
1: But forget about that, because we need to have a meat cute at the zoo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we better get some romance in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I want it, these two kids smooching.
1: Uh, he, he and Dr. Baxter are flirting when Carl comes up in his uh, Jeep and is just like, Hey, mm-hmm. janitor, I need you to go clean. I need you to... Come clean something up, not go clean something up. Come with me, uh-huh. so I can show you where the mess is. I'll drive you. <laughs> and uh, Banner's like, "All right." <laughs> so Banner hops in his jeep. They drive back, and we see oh, every oh yeah yeah. yeah. We, we see this. him
0: put the jeep in reverse, <laughs> turn around, and drive in the other
1: direction back to the uh, research lab. Yeah. Where he then brings him into the lab, points at the glass says, Look what the dumb gorilla did. You better clean it up. (laughs) Banner doesn't have a broom or anything. (laughs) He just walks he just walks in. So he let me go pick up this glass. (laughs) Go pick up this glass with your bare hands. Please, right now. Mm -hmm. The gorilla could be hurt. And then Carl closes the cage behind him, says, Oops, (laughs) and walks away. He's like, I'll go get the key. Yeah. Doop de doop de doo. And that's when the gorilla wakes up and goes, I was calm. Now I'm furious. Yeah, he Carl
0: timed this perfectly. He got oh, there at absolutely. the exact moment that that drug turned.
1: Carl's a mad genius. He's the <laughs> he one really who came is. up with this whole animal diamond smuggling scheme, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> he really is. There's not an ounce of subtlety in Carl's <laughs> performance. He is just evil, evil, evil at all times. He Another, is uh, eviling all over his evil. A.
1: a Common occurrence we see yeah. is running into a character who is just <laughs> evil for no particular reason.
0: Yeah, there's so many people in the show who are just like itching to murder.
1: <laughs> right. Like last episode it was the Street Tufts. Yeah. Um, yes. This episode is definitely just like random evil zookeeper. Yeah. It's just like he just happened to be in a position to be an asshole.
0: Well never top Dr. Fiendy though. No, 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 no. <laughs> is is a rational need to take lives. <laughs>
1: He just—he's got it, he's, got he's not alive unless he's killing. Carl is definitely winning the shifty award right now. Oh, he is
0: the shiftiest of shifty people. Mm-hmm. This is
1: literally every scene. He's like, oh, and his eyes are like going back and oh. forth. He's the shifty dog from The Simpsons. He really is. <laughs> you know the dog did it because his eyes are all shifty. Mm-hmm. Uh- so, yeah, of course, Dr. Banner is trapped in a cage in a gorilla, or is the gorilla trapped in a cage with him? And you
0: know this whole episode was reverse-engineered <laughs> to figure out how, how do we get the Hulk to fight a gorilla.
1: And boy, does he.
0: Oh, he sure does. <laughs> <laughs> this is where not only is the gorilla suit terrible, but it's clearly a dude. Like, the way he's moving around and oh, yeah. scampering
1: about is how a guy would. It looks like a baggy sumo suit yeah. that has, like, had fur attached to it. Uh, the mask looks okay. Like, it never yeah. I, It never opened up so far that, like, oh, there's a guy inside there.
0: No, it, it, it clings to him in a proper way, right? Like, it's not yeah. sunken in or baggy like the suit is. Mm-hmm. The mask fits him and, and adheres to his face properly. It, it's not, it's like not that, great, but it, it's... There's
1: a moment in um, the first... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie where you can pause it at the right moment oh, and, I'm, oh, yes. and see the human face inside yeah. the turtle mouth and it's yep. really disturbing. Yeah,
0: especially if you have the Blu-ray copies like I do. Um, you can really w- make w- out the We
1: never guy. see that in this. No, so, like, no, he's no. always in full costume the whole time, which is a small saving grace, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's the best we can say about it, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, So the Hulk is just... I, number one, I love the moment where the gorillas attack him and he hulks out and the gorilla's
1: like, uh-oh. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. When the gorilla tries to reconsider its life.
0: (laughs) I've made some mistakes. (laughs) Mistakes were made. (laughs) And then the Hulk basically just chucks this gorilla about.
1: Oh, yeah. No, the Hulk just works this gorilla over...
0: I do love the Hulk hurling a file cabinet at him and missing, of course. Well,
1: because that was an escalation on the gorilla, like, picks up a microwave or something and yeah. checks out the Hulk, and the Hulk's like, oh, what can I throw? Pushes a desk out of the way so yeah. they can get to the filing cabinet. This,
0: this is the Hulk-Gorilla arms race of this mm-hmm. show. Yeah. I throw a microwave, I throw a file cabinet.
1: This is the Chicago, the gorilla yeah. Chicago way.
0: He learned from Sean Connery. Uh
1: <laughs> when your guy brings a microwave. You bring a filing cabinet.
0: <laughs> oh, they cut out that scene where Sean Connery yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fighting. fighting. Uh, but this does end with I don't know what what the Hulk
1: grabs like a pipe or something. What is uh, it? He, has,
0: he has a blunt instrument at some point. He snaps
1: off a bit of like tree from the inside of that's the, right. The that's gorilla right. Cage. So
0: so he has like a tree branch and he's swinging it and the gorilla grabs it. Big mistake, gorilla. Yeah, because the Hulk then lifts up the gorilla who's holding the other end of the tree branch and hurls him across the room. That's his big finisher.
1: Oh yeah, no, that was just pretty good. Just a good gorilla chuck. And so the gorilla sort of like picks itself up and like limps back into its own cage and shuts the door. <laughs> and this really depressing move, just like oh, gorillas had enough.
0: Both the bear and the gorilla have the same kind of moment of. I have been bested.
1: <laughs> Time to like lick my wounds and walk away. Well,
0: <laughs> surely well. this this green monster has gotten the better of me. Then,
1: well played, Hulk. Then Doctor
0: Baxter comes in, and I would say has a pretty muted reaction to a big green monster she standing has a there. A shocked
1: look on her face, but as opposed to other people who we've seen who like scream bloody murder, and we get to another person. She's who more like,
0: that. oh,
1: huh. Yeah, I believe her line is. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. But like that, delivered like that, and like, like, oh, my God. She's more like, oh, my God. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, That was a green monster. (laughs) And then the Hulk freaks out for some reason and smashes through a wall.
0: Yeah, they love having him smash through a wall, oh, which, sure. to be fair, is some of really the highlights of the show.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the We fact get
0: two wall smash-outs on this episode. We've seen the
1: Hulk run away from lots of stuff, which I, that's beginning to be an upsetting <laughs> point of the show is just how much stuff the Hulk runs away from. Well, it's
0: so interesting that he takes on a gorilla, then a lady walks in the room, and he's like, Bruh!
1: <laughs> Yes, exactly. Like, or what we,
0: he what he chooses to, to run from is he, kind he, of he'll odd. He'll
1: scream down a bus, but cop cars scare oh, him. Oh, my God.
0: This scene where the tram
1: tour... So the Hulk then begins a, a mild a mild rampage throughout the <laughs> oh do not besmirch the, the word
0: rampage by clinking it to this
1: fine he goes on a uh, a little bit of a, a stumble about. he
0: starts by eating some peanuts that a girl has
1: yeah there's a nice little Frankenstein moment where he mm-hmm. walks up to this little girl and uh, she's holding peanuts out to elephants and she's
0: calling them Dumbo and, and saying here you go Dumbo the Hulk
1: grabs those peanuts and just throws them all shells and all into his mouth. And um, she's,
0: she's delighted by oh this. Oh, yeah.
1: She's like, hey, want some more? And the Hulk loves it.
0: <laughs> she has a great name, too. That actress is Billy Beach.
1: Nice. That's a good actor name. Yeah, sure. Um, that's got to be fake, right? Ah, People knows? aren't named Billy Beach. Um. But anyway, so the girl's mom shows up and lets out a blood-curdling scream at the sight of the Hulk. That scares the Hulk off. He goes traipsing off into the woods slash the zoo. This is one of only three things she ever did. Oh. Yeah. Um, so then we get this little tour bus no, wait, that's not her. driving through the zoo. Uh, we see a bunch of people sitting around in this bus, and the tour guide's like, and soon we'll see the polar bears, and then the adorable kangaroos. And apparently kangaroos is the Hulk's trigger word.
0: Yeah. Um, because then he just pops out and is like,
1: Brrr! And yeah. screams at a bus. And then
0: they, the bus doesn't crash so much as it just kind of veers to the side and stops. It, it hits a sign. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 once again, I don't want it to be smart, the word crash.
1: It, it, it lurches to a halt.
0: <laughs> it lurches to a halt. And then the Hulk, having completed his mission of scaring <laughs> the tram enough to make it lurch to a halt, scampers off. Yeah,
1: like he does. <laughs> um, and at this point, we've got cops crawling over the zoo, people being evacuated, um, and then... There's like a big I, I imagine a on.
0: phone call being paid to a certain tabloid newspaper. God, No.
1: <laughs> Somewhere in the middle of the Midwest, Jack McGee's sitting at a diner. He just sits straight up and goes, I need to leave. Yeah.
0: <laughs> then he runs out and didn't pay for his meal. <laughs> of no,
1: course um,
0: But he does that anyway. So <laughs>
1: Yeah. So uh, the Hulk, we see the cops like searching all over the place for the Hulk. We see them interviewing Dr. It's a Baxter. manhunt. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a Hulk hunt, to be fair. Yeah, it's a uh, which Hulk a, hunt. Which is a lot less effective than a manhunt.
0: It, tr- it surely is.
1: <laughs> Spoiler,
0: he's in the tiger cage.
1: Yeah. Um. After Dr. Baxter's just like, well, he was so tall and muscular, mm-hmm. but his brow seemed primitive and plasticky. Yeah,
0: we see that <laughs> evolution happen every time. Oh, it's so good. That mid-range thing where... Uh, uh Bixby's wearing that wig. Oh, oh. boy, the wig and the fake eyebrows—so good. Oh my god,
1: I just want that as a poster.
0: <laughs> if he, a listener, hey, you know, if listeners have some art skills, let's he, make that he happen. He
1: looks like a caveman from Land of the Lost.
0: He really does. <laughs> no, it is that level of uh it is a Chaka level of mm-hmm. uh, of makeup work.
1: Um. So yeah, the cops can't find hide nor hair of the Hulk because it turns out he was hiding out in the. Uh, the tiger enclosure. Which the tigers were kind of cool with. Tiger's fine. Tigers let him hold their baby. Yeah. It's because we cut to a delightful little shot of the Hulk just uh, petting a tiger cub.
0: Yeah, but he's still the Hulk, and it's night now, so he's been there a while, presumably. Oh, yeah, he's just
1: been hanging out. And then at tigers. some point, while petting this tiger cub, he just de-hulks. Well, because we know that there are several things that de-hulk the Hulk.
0: Nice comfy couch. Comfy couch. That's a given. Reflection. Reflection. See Catching a glimpse of himself.
1: Uh, walking behind trees yeah.
0: Well, does it's cal- it quite a few. It's calming. It's I get calming. that. Yeah, yeah. He's out in nature. I, I understand.
1: Um, or whenever he damn well feels like it. Um. <laughs> well, that too. He
0: does seem to also have complete control of turning it on <laughs> or off. Um, he, he controls it more than Ruffalo's Hulk does. Uh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sometimes.
1: So, so yeah, then uh, Banner is suddenly holding a tiger cub and he's just like, well, I better get out of here. So we have every excruciating moment of him like scampering out of a tiger pit.
0: Yep. Yeah, we see every step
1: of that journey. Uh-huh. Him just like slowly putting the Tiger Cub aside. Mm-hmm. The Tiger Cub just sort of like leaning up on him, being all cute and adorable. And being the like. Tiger Cub liked him, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. What's not to like? Yeah. Um, Banner's a nice guy. But then he escapes, and then we cut to the next morning in which he just shows back up to work
0: <laughs> with a, with an unvarnished uniform.
1: Yeah, no. Cuz he got he got issued a few of those. Yeah. Uh the, what I was impressed by is that he managed to track down another pair of galoshes cuz presumably that first pair he was wearing just got destroyed he by John th- feet. Th- those exploded, yeah. Uh, of course. But the fact that he had multiple of those. Multiple shirts I get. Mm-hmm. Multiple like pairs of big rubbery boots. That's impressive.
0: Have you seen that uh, uh Vans shoes has the Marvel license and they have Hulk uh, Vans like slip-ons that that are that are like the checkerboard pattern, mm-hmm. but then they're ripped out the front, and they're the green toes of the Hulk, like he's busting out of them. <laughs> I think it's pretty clever That's as clever. far as comic book shoes go. Sure,
1: sure. Um, so yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, hey,
0: he shows up in the lab, and somebody else shows up at the lab.
1: I'm sorry, I blocked this part out <laughs> of my mind.
0: What do we see? Well, earlier in the episode, uh, the paper that that McGee works for, which I can never remember the name of,
1: the asshole inquisitor. <laughs> I don't know. What it it's is called.
0: something like the inquisitor, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's not the asshole <laughs> inquisitor. Uh, it, that's what it is. Um, the, they call it the AI. Um, <laughs> he, he 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 rolls up. Uh, McGee. Well, earlier we saw the paper. And, uh, and Banner's like, yeah, I'm not a fan of that paper. And I thought, oh, that's nice. All right, that's a good way to keep McGee in there, mm. but not have to see him.
1: Nope. Here he comes. Yeah, McGee shows up out of nowhere. <laughs>
0: Rolls up and just barrels into the research lab. Yeah. And he's like, I understand there was a green monster here.
1: <sighs> and Dr. Baxter, to her credit, says, fuck off.
0: Mm-hmm. This
1: is <laughs> yeah, a actually, research lab. Yeah, d-
0: and Banner says this as well. She handles him the best of anyone who's mm-hmm. ever... <laughs> Sir, And then he's like, because he hears the gorilla in the uh, room there.
1: And immediately leaps to the conclusion that oh, animal sounds in a zoo equals Hulk.
0: He must be back there, and he <laughs> barrels in, and he sees the gorilla.
1: Why would she be hiding the Hulk? Like, he seems so suspicious of, like, you must be harboring this yeah. monster. You know he's killed two people, right? I
0: know the type. Only two he's people. He's killed two people. He can never prove he didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Ugh. Uh yeah and and then he yeah he's wagging his finger around and then he sees the gorilla and he's kind of like all right ready.
1: and then he threatens her for no good reason yeah he
0: he says he has a great line where he says remember was it the power of the press can be used to your advantage or disadvantage basically right he
1: basically and then threatening he, <laughs> some kind of smear campaign against this as
0: always he's waving his own paper around oh, and he goodness. just he 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 throws that he puts that in her hand walks out of there like the badass. <laughs> you know he felt Fuck like you, McGee. You know McGee felt like he got the better of that situation.
1: Was <laughs> well, oh, oh, over some poor scientist who was just studying gorillas and wanted to be left alone. This guy takes the same
0: tactic with everyone. He just assumes everyone is antagonistic towards him, and everyone is in on it.
1: <laughs> to be fair, everyone should be antagonistic towards McGee. Well, this guy he's
0: sucks. Gonna...
1: Yeah. He's the Also, does he actually? Well, I guess he does. In the last
0: episode, he was going to write the story about that boxing thing. I was going to say, like, is he turning in stories to the paper? Do they want like? We have no idea. Does he go to a news office and then he's just like, heard a
1: monster sighting? I'm out of here, you know, and I'm a, expensing this flight. What would be a good piece of continuity that the show absolutely will never have <laughs> is if every time <laughs> there's we a saw, new segment, friends, if we saw a piece of the uh, National Enquirer or whatever it's called, yeah and like every episode featured a headline in that paper of the previous episode's Hulk sighting. Oh,
0: that would be really smart, and (laughs) way too modern of a thing for this. Uh, God forbid. No, can't have that. Can't have that. Um, So this whole thing... The, the, the This is a pretty sloppy episode, even by this show's standards, as, as I'm trying to like piece together the plot S- of it.
1: Something you said in the middle of this episode, and it definitely strikes me even harder the more we go through it, is... Clearly, someone on the production had <laughs> access to a friend who worked for a zoo. Oh, yeah,
0: clearly. Because <laughs> so th- they, they are shooting the hell out of the zoo, right? Oh, like, yeah. they're filming, hey, zebras and lions and tigers, and we're over here. And
1: a lot of walking exterior scenes that w- feature animals. It
0: was directed by that kid from Super 8 who's like, production value! S- <laughs> Where it just like, we're in a zoo, we can use this to our advantage. Uh-huh. It says tabloid news reporter. I'm trying to get the name of that paper. Of that the he tabloid. Works. It
1: doesn't matter. Um, the National Explorer or something like that. It.
0: I mean, it's supposed to be the National Enquirer, right? Yeah. Uh, but Because it, it, it focuses
1: on, like, alien abductions. The National Register, Register is, is, is
0: the paper he works for. The National Register. Yeah,
1: what they're great at registering is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's
0: just, it's so interesting. Like, he is the sole embodiment of that paper. We really don't have any idea of what it is other than people go like, oh, that tabloid, I rag. want
1: one episode in which his editor is just like, fucking I,
0: I do want to see other people who work for the National Register. I'd mm-hmm. love to see the offices of it at some point. Right. I do want to see, it's like, what are you doing, McGee?
1: <laughs> I gotta find asshole this asshole has been expensing monster. us on his goddamn <laughs> Wild Hulk chase.
0: I, actually, what I want to see is is him come back to the office and they're packing it up because they've gone out of business because he <laughs> he bankrupted them with all the flights he's expensing chasing this monster all around your the country
1: rampant teleportation fees because mm-hmm. you can just somehow be places oh
0: yeah I mean presumably he heard he heard once again like the last episode he heard about this mm-hmm. got on a plane or what but he's there within less than twenty four hours of this happening yes he's right there.
1: And again, presumably, if he's just like hot on the Hulk's trail, maybe he's not that far behind. But we have no sense of where McGee is. But now, he, but if he's hot on the Hulk's trail,
0: he would have to be hot on Banner's trail because the Hulk moving from place to like, why would the Hulk know to go from Delaware to wherever this episode is? <laughs> maybe it's still in Delaware. I don't know. No, it's not because he went to New York at some point in between. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like i don't know there's nothing that the mcgee would have that would cause him to know to get from place to place he would have to know where banner is
1: yeah again like it's just presumably all i'm i'm working on the assumption that mcgee is always in the last pl- place the hulk was seen right so as of the beginning of this episode so I'm i guess then he couldn't
0: be that far behind because banner can only travel so far right
1: my presumption, well, no, we have no idea how far tra- Banner can travel in an episode. We
0: also don't know how long it's taking. Because, like, presumably a while happened here because he got a job at the Z, he got from He got to this place, no, got a job. No,
1: no, 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 no. Banner can get a job at the drop of a fucking hat. Well, to, to be fair, it
0: is he 1978. Can, like, background checks don't really exist. He can
1: walk onto a, an orange farm and be a picker the next day.
0: Not the next day, like two hours later, that happens. He
1: can be introduced to a guy who owns a gym and suddenly become their go to medic <laughs> slash massage therapist. Slash janitor. Slash janitor. Yeah, because, oh,
0: yeah, 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 we also need somebody to sweep up. It's true. <laughs> um, I'm good at that.
1: Yeah, medical expertise is not a full time job, people, okay? you got to sweep so in- up. <laughs> it's so
0: interesting for a guy who, this episode, he kind of tries to hide it, but for a guy who wants to lay low and not be seen, As Dr. David Bruce Banner, he's so quick to be like, I have medical experience.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let me show you how I know
0: these. Yeah, he's trying to keep a low profile and work these jobs where no one will pay attention to him. But then he's always just barreling into situations and running right up to people and being like, I need to get involved in this diamond smuggling. (laughs) So this finally, uh, the way this finally resolves, uh, Carl ends up with a gun on them.
1: So Carl bursts into the lab. Yeah. And says, dude, you are coming with me. Well,
0: because for some reason, Banner, it takes him a while to be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Carl tried to kill me. (laughs) By the way. Yeah, I forgot about this. It's just hitting me now. He (laughs) locked me in the gorilla cage and he tried to murder me. (laughs) He's probably bad.
1: Well, because we have this whole sequence in which Banner and Dr. Baxter are just like, but why would all these animals keep dying? And Banner, who suddenly has this random stroke of luck because the newspaper that McGee left behind yes. has the news story about the diamond smuggling out of South Africa.
0: Oh, my God. Not, and by the way, no byline on it. It's not attributed to a... a, a no, 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 no. And also, it's not anybody. like a
1: headline. It's in the middle of the paper. like he Yeah, pulls like it buried
0: open. deep in the metro section. <laughs> For this. by the way some diamonds were stolen <laughs> thank god mcgee was carrying that
1: well because he saw because oh. earlier in the episode there actually when he throws away the paper yeah um that that is the headline is there's a diamond smuggling operation and so i guess this was an update on this that? was a follow-up story yeah. that he knew was in this
0: diamond still missing
1: <laughs> so
0: possibly seen near animals
1: Banner is starting to put all this together somehow.
0: Uh, look, even Columbo couldn't crack this one.
1: <laughs> and that's when Carl burst through the door with a gun saying, the two of you know too much, you're coming with me. Why he suddenly chose that moment... <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's just barely beginning to put it together. And then it's totally solidified by a maniac showing up with a gun and being like, yes, I am guilty of everything you think I am. And I'm going to talk about killing you for a long time. So
1: then he brings, uh,
0: he brings Banner and Dr. Baxter
1: over to Malone. Yeah. who's getting the last payoff from the creepy South African guy. Yeah. Um, because they, they, Killed and cut up that zebra in between scenes. Supposedly, they they chopped that
0: zebra up good.
1: Yeah, because it was so (laughs) full of diamonds.
0: Well, then to make even more money, he's been selling the zebra meat on the black market.
1: See, I honestly, that's what I thought the scheme was at the beginning of the episode. Before that, would have made a hell of a lot more (laughs) sense. I thought it was like a weird, like, oh, they're selling illicit animal parts to the private collectors. Like that would have. I thought
0: that was the case too. Actually, when Mm -hmm. when they was talking to the guy, I thought like, oh, it's like a rich South African guy who wants. Whatever these animal oh, things. The only reason
1: I'm calling him a South African guy is because the diamonds were stolen in South Africa. Right. We actually don't know where this guy is from. Because it's not like he has a South African accent or something.
0: His accent is generic it, movie African. It's, like it's not Yeah. It's, it's not it's not a good it's accent. It's
1: Africa the country, not Africa like the myriad countries that make up this continent. Right.
0: Yeah. It's very it's very just African.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he hauls Banner and Baxter over to a weird warehouse where they're making the trade-off for the money and the diamonds. Because mm-hmm. earlier they had to do it with popcorn, but now they can just do it in the middle of the night. Why
0: are they conducting all their business on zoo grounds?
1: Because <sighs> that's where the animals are dying, and if they take it away too far, it would upset the ghosts of the animals they killed. <laughs> that makes about as much sense as anything. <laughs> Look,
0: I like you can. Uh, the thing with this episode you could literally tell me anything. I'd be like, yeah, that adds up.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so Jagger,
0: by the way, is the name of the guy who's the, the African. The African. He's I don't think the we ever guy. get his name. No, I don't know. That's what's listed on, on the wiki, though. Maybe um, this guy's making up stuff, whoever's running this wiki. Yeah,
1: maybe. Uh, but anyway, so uh, they tie up Banner mm-hmm. to a post inside this warehouse. He has a gun. And Carl is telling Malone, like, okay, I'm going to go kill this broad. You kill this <laughs> guy. Break. <laughs>
0: Jagger's like, I guess I'll go home.
1: Because <laughs> we never see him again.
0: I presumably Jagger gets away with everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, there's he, no justice for him. In gets, fact, we don't actually know what happens to any of them.
1: We didn't even get like a nice coda of like and they were all arrested. Because
0: the previous episode had that where they're like, by the way, everyone's going to jail.
1: Right. We know Malone got fired at the end of this episode. Yeah. Because Dr. Baxter's moving into his office. Right.
0: But other than that, like No, we don't. Carl gets thrown into a a, a tank of water.
1: Well, the lion pit, (laughs) ostensibly. Well, but it's not the the moat on the outside. Yeah,
0: so it seems like he's safe from the lion.
1: Again, I am assuming a lion can swim. That guy's dead. (laughs) (laughs)
0: We we can assume that because we're given no information to think anything.
1: I am working under the assumption that he is dead because that will help me sleep at night. There is I need in the world. to think
0: that. <laughs> and like I said, you are free to think that because there's no evidence either way. Yes. Because this episode is just like, well, we ran out
1: of time cuz yeah, there Carl is taking Dr. Baxter over to this like deadly lion pit to throw her in. Because uh, that's how he's going to get rid of her. And then he's. <laughs> oh, is, this is my favorite part. He has, his, his, when he
0: abandons this plan.
1: He has ordered Malone to inject Banner with this, like, super rage drug that yeah. he injected the gorilla with.
0: Which presumably will kill him, especially because he fills, like, half a syringe with it. Oh,
1: half of, like, uh, a massive an eight inch long yeah. syringe yeah. full of it. Um, and his. But he's, ca- he's come up with a sub cockamamie scheme <laughs> in which they're going to. Frame her for experimenting on Banner yeah. with her weird anti rage drugs. Yeah. But then he's going to have her get eaten by a lion because yeah. she made like a, a late night checkup on the... L- I didn't understand what was happening No, here. but I love
0: that once... Because, I mean, surprised. here's the missed opportunity, though. He's
1: going to inject him with this
0: rage drug, and you and I are going like, oh, it's Super Hulk.
1: Yeah. Like, we're going to inject Banner with this rage drug, and like, oh shit, now he's going to go like full crazy Hulk mode that can't be turned off.
0: Why introduce a rage drug into an Incredible Hulk show if you're not going to put it in Banner? Like, that just doesn't make any sense, story-wise.
1: Yeah, from a storytelling perspective, it's a complete missed opportunity, because right before he injects him with this rage drug... Banner's like, no, no, not the Rage Drug. Roar, I'm the Hulk. Yeah. So, like, in order to avoid getting angry, he gets angry and turns into the Because Hulk. at
0: every turn, this show so doesn't want to be a comic book. So it never wants to do the comic book thing to uh. do even though it's about a guy who turns into a green monster. So yeah, monster. just
1: before he gets injected with this raid drug, he hulks out Yeah. Uh, and smacks around. Well, he doesn't even really smack around uh, Malone. He just hits him once, <laughs> and then he falls over. I would over. have been
0: content with Malone fainting, honestly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my! <laughs> just the flop sweats and then down. Yeah,
0: the vapors um, got to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then the Hulk like charges off. Yeah, there's a lot of Hulk
0: just running around in the chase
1: after Carl for reasons.
0: Because the Hulk seems to remember the basics of what's going on when Banner doesn't remember anything after he turns back from the
1: Hulk. Yeah, usually the Hulk carries over some of like Banner's motive force.
0: Yeah, but in this case the Hulk is like
1: Oh, guy has girl. Go get girl. I guess right.
0: conceivably. It's still within somewhat of our definition on this show. Right.
1: So Carl is dragging Dr. Baxter over to this lion pit, sees the Hulk charging down this like zoo lane.
0: This is my favorite thing then that he does. He <laughs> ha- r- Reminding everyone, he has a
1: gun. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He could just shoot her right now. He could have shot her 10 times Yeah. <laughs> before this happens. Yeah. Um, or so, right now, but so instead. In a
0: panic, he throws her onto the ground, gets in his Jeep, and th- Throws it in reverse because he's just gonna back over. (laughs) Shit, this is my only option. Right,
1: and credit to Doctor Baxter, like she was fighting him the whole time while she was. She was. She like got in a good shin kick. Which
0: actually, I'm shocked on this show that they that they had her be this. Oh late.
1: yeah, uh, she gets away briefly for a moment, yeah. and then uh, Carl chases her up the hill, mm-hmm. and they go rolling down the hill, and she's kind of out of it, and so she he's dragging her back to the lion pit, and that's when the Hulk shows and up. And that's when he drops her, and he's like, "I'm just, I'll just, just like, back like, over, <laughs> this, drops just, gonna, her. just gonna back
0: over this lady real quick." Because
1: I honestly like the look Carl gives the Hulk when the Hulk is showing up uh, is definitely like, a, "Oh fuck this moment." Yeah. Um. So I honestly, at first
0: I thought he was just gonna give up.
1: I thought he was just going to drive away. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: where he's just like, not worth it. No, he's like, no, I really got to kill this lady, but I got to do it real fast. This gun isn't going to do anything. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> so I got to back up over with this Jeep.
0: I thought for sure we were going to see him in a Superman moment try to shoot Hulk. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, once again, so many missed opportunities here. And then he would chuck the gun at the Hulk.
1: Yeah, fight. of course. <laughs> or the Hulk would just like put a hand over the gun and crumple the Another gun. Another
0: missed opportunity for him to crush
1: a gun. Yeah, uh, but they can't afford crush, crushing guns. He crushes stuff all the
0: time on the show. Oh,
1: sure, but we can do like... That
0: George Reeves Superman show back in the 50s had him crushing guns every week.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Um, but so he's speeding backwards to run over this doctor and yeah. the Hulk leaps over and stops the car because mm-hmm. he's the Hulk and of course he does. But he doesn't,
0: it's, it's, it's disappointing. Oh yeah. He lifts up the back of the car and I thought he was going to flip it over.
1: Oh, cause when he hits the back of the car, the momentum throws Carl out of the driver's seat and into like the, the back cab of this open yeah. top Jeep, yeah. And then the Hulk picks up the back of the jeep <laughs> and shakes it a little bit, and then gently puts it back gently down. puts him back down. No, nah, now you've learned your <laughs> lesson. Well, no, because he grabs Carl yeah. by the scruff of the neck mm-hmm. and chucks him into the lion. He needs
0: to disorient him first, then he chucks him,
1: <laughs> dizzy him up. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, uh, whoa!
0: Uh, and then he throws him, and he lands in yeah the water the moat of the uh, lion case. Yes. And that's the last we ever see
1: of him. Because then the cops are pulling up and the Hulk scampers away. <laughs> Hulk doesn't want to go to jail today. <laughs> no. um, and then we hard cut to the next morning in which Dr. Banner and Dr. Baxter are laughing jovially in her <laughs> uh, office as she's cleaning it out because she's become the new zoo
0: head Which I don't keeper? know that she's qualified for that. I don't know. She's a research scientist. Why do, Why would she know how to run a zoo?
1: She's a research scientist. Why was she in a zoo to begin with?
0: I guess because she needed access to the animals?
1: I thought she was also the zoo veterinarian. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. So that's why they were blaming her for not catching all those animals dying. But she
0: also wasn't the one checking whether or not the animals had died. Because <sighs> she then would have seen what Banner saw. Uh. If Banner caught that that chimp wasn't dead, she would have caught that too. She was just taking Malone's word for it. This episode makes no goddamn (laughs) sense. This is the worst one we've seen, right? Uh, The boxing one was pretty bad, but it did cohere better than this one.
1: Yeah, the boxing one made sense. As, yeah. as bombastic as the villains were, mm. th- that one at least like had some semblance of reason to it. Yeah. That was the Hulk creator saying, we're going to remake Rocky. Yeah. This but is the Hulk creators going, um... We got to
0: put something out this week.
1: We technically have filmed in a zoo. Yeah.
0: Joe knows a guy who worked at the <laughs> zoo. He <laughs> said he can get us in there real cheap. <laughs> Yeah, no. This is this is, this one's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. This is this is one where multiple times you and I were like pausing the show and being like, "No, wait a minute, Did what's happening? Go... <laughs> what diamonds?" And then di- diamonds really come out of nowhere. Oh yeah. 100%. I mean, that paper kind of sets it up, but also nope, not nope. really. It makes zero sense. So anyway, Banner, she somehow broke her leg too.
1: By falling down the hill. Yeah, but it didn't
0: seem that no. way. No. Um, we didn't get any sense of that. We needed a shot of her being like, "Ah,
1: you're right." We no, don't. We don't ever get we, that. We she is on crutches in this last sequence. That is very oddly shot, and I very
0: strangely shot.
1: It, it was framed in a way to make me think that, like, oh, there's not really a cast on her leg because they make a
0: point of never showing the cast on her leg until the very end when they have a close up on it. Because Banner,
1: no. I mean, yes, until the very very end. That's what I mean. Yeah,
0: because um, Banner has written. A, a thing she should try.
1: BT Dubs, pump it full of radiation. Yeah. <laughs> Love, Doctor David.
0: David, yeah. <laughs> but I think you had a good point here, is where he could have said Banner, right? And she, and then that would have that would have ended on this nice, like, <gasps> what? Yeah. You know, like he mysterious. Yeah. That's a very. That's
1: how he knew so much. It all makes sense. But now. that's such a
0: TV thing to do. I'm shocked they didn't do it.
1: Right, but they do end on them smooching. Uh, yeah. Kind of
0: awkwardly and and very it feels forced.
1: It was like a weird like lips open but her lips are closed, sort of like Like the way the way Bixby
0: the way Bixby leans in to kiss her, the way he opens his mouth doesn't seem like a kiss. He's almost it almost looks like he's going, uh, like almost like uh another (laughs) thing. No, he's just like, uh, kiss. Right. We never, like, we. it's 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 from behind her, then behind him, the camera. Uh-huh. We never see the side where they kiss. It almost feels like they just leaned in towards each other, and we're uh-huh. like, yep, there
1: it was. She didn't want to kiss Bixby. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Look. Bixby was a handsome leading man. No means no, John. <laughs> she, she said no.
0: Uh, Bixby's like, it says in the script. You're like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how handsome this guy is. <laughs>
1: That's like uh, when they want to, keep it rather tasteful in a uh, version of Romeo and Juliet. And so they have the, the the white screen come down. It's just the silhouette. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> And so then he walks off in his classic uh, white jacket and uh, blue bell bottoms.
1: Yeah, that's his, that's
0: his there traveling pants. And the lonely man. And
1: it's I, I'm still unclear as to why he leaves, because Dr. Baxter at the end of the episode... She wants him
0: to... To to stay there with
1: and her and be like a research assistant and help them figure out how to shut down this like but have an anti he never drug.
0: really looks at how he can apply her research to the Hulk. He's there to investigate that. Then yeah. she's like, do you want to help me develop this research further? this c- If he had stayed there for months or years, he maybe could have found a cure to the Hulk by extrapolating her research out.
1: Or at the very least, like, okay, the Hulk has been seen in the area. There's now, like, a Hulk hunt happening. Uh, we know <laughs> that McGee is around, so that asshole is constantly poking, yeah. poking his nose. In Hulk things.
0: hunt 78.
1: Right. So, okay, maybe Banner's like, it's time to move on. Too many people have seen the Hulk here. Mm -hmm. Um, people might start putting together the, the dots. But if he had said like, Oh, okay. Uh, can I at least have like a number to reach you at, so we can continue this research over, say, a telephone?
0: Yeah. Well, like the uh, like the the Norton movie has, where he has the he, he's talking to Tim Blake Nelson over the computer. Right, and they, they could have had that kind of relationship. We don't
1: have like uh, uh, digital messaging at this point. No, but even if it's like a
0: PO box or like right. anything, the, once again, that could have been a runner throughout the show to give continuity. He keeps checking back in with our inner research.
1: Right. No.
0: No, we keep like it wouldn't have been that hard to make this show better.
1: <laughs> no, but it would have also involved like adopting certain comic booky serialized tropes
0: that apparently Stan Lee was there pitching. Yeah, and Kenneth Johnson complains about on the DVD extras where he's like, Stan was always trying to make it more like the comics
1: because they're better. <laughs>
0: I don't know, gee, maybe because he wrote those comics and (laughs) you're presumably adapting
1: them? Yeah, quote unquote.
0: Here's another thing I thought as well, is the guy didn't want to call him Bruce Banner, but they made him David Bruce Banner. What if his code name was Bruce Banner? And he started going by that. So then you could have had it both ways, right? Like he's called Bruce Banner, but that guy would have at least been satisfied. The creator of the show would have at least been satisfied going, technically his name is David Banner.
1: What if, yeah, what if every episode he just told everyone his name was Bruce?
0: Yeah. End of story.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Nope. We no, because once experience.
0: again, there is no... We, people talk about things having too much fan service these days. Let's talk about a show that actively has whatever the opposite of fan service is, yeah. where they're just punching us in the face for liking a thing. <laughs> you fucking nerds. So it's a
1: fan disservice. This is, a, this is an incredible
0: Hulk show with the, <laughs> with the attitude of, you fucking nerds. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about our guest star of the week. Mm. It's Carl, right? It's got to be Carl. Carl's pretty fantastic. He Once is again. Uh, a let's great, let's get it. Let's get his name. Richard Kelton, just delivering a mustache twirling performance. I
1: don't know what direction he was given, <laughs> but it must have more been. more sinister. Yeah, Shift More here. suspicious. Can you make your eyes dart around faster? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they're really on to you now. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Richard Kelton, I think, is definitely our guest star of the week. I think the feat of strength.
1: But it's got to be gorilla toss.
0: Tossing the gorilla. It's going to continue to be anytime a room. he yeah. tosses a large animal. Like yeah. he, he
1: bodily throws his gorilla across a room. That was pretty good. <laughs> that's our
0: Hulk feat of strength for the episode. I mean, I'm sure
1: technically stopping a car is probably more newtons of force.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. But once again, the gorilla gets some air. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's got some hang time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I think that's I think that's really our feat of strength. And now mm-hmm. we got to check in with our old buddy. General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. It's true. It's in this true. alternate reality where he doesn't have to worry about the Hulk, it's, it's somebody else's problem.
1: Yeah, um, I think uh, General Ross is a, a big fan of uh, fresh air and like a, a good day out. Yeah, he, he's a he's a big fan of like getting out into the world, breathing deep, and going. I am one with the world.
0: I think our our this universe is. Ross is more zen guy. He is... He wouldn't believe in the full, like, zen practices. No. But, but he definitely is just a little bit more centered.
1: He he is a big fan of, uh, like, finding his place in the world and knowing that he can, like, mold the world around him. Mm. And that's why a zoo really, like... Speaks to him. Yeah. He he can be one with nature in a way, yeah. but still say, "But man has put a cage around nature and controls it."
0: And that because that that brings him comfort. Yes, he likes knowing that. Yes, he likes knowing that that that's been
1: controlled. So I, I think uh, he wanted to uh, spend the weekend out with his daughter. Mm. Uh, he had a he had a nice trip to the zoo Betty. with Betty. Yeah, uh, they had a good time. They mm-hmm. ate some hot dogs. Um, they maybe got a snow cone. Um, mm-hmm. they got. Lunch at the Rainforest Cafe.
0: Oh, that's a nice place.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. They it's do the they
0: do the, the mock rainstorms yeah, yeah, every yeah. once in a while. That's fun. Uh, it's fun. And
1: he got a good chuckle out of that, but he's just like so dumb. Mm-hmm.
0: Um Yeah. He can acknowledge something he's dumb but still enjoy it. Yeah, you know?
1: exactly. Um, but what do you think his favorite animal at the zoo was? Ooh. What is what is Thunderbolt Ross's favorite animal at the zoo?
0: I think he enjoys I think he likes the more water based ones.
1: Mm. I think he's an otter guy. Okay. See, I was gonna say uh, birds of prey. Oh, he's a bit—he's really into eagles. I think he relates to those. Okay. I think—I
0: think in his heart he does, but—but uh, but he's just delighted by the otter okay. show. Okay. They do cute human things with their hands. It's
1: true. So you're not wrong. <laughs> I,
0: he can have it both ways. Will—would
1: he ever admit to liking the otters more? No, no, no. Okay.
0: No, he keeps that to himself. Fair enough. He would <laughs> tell you about the birds of prey. That mm. was really. That really impressed him, but inside he's just thinking about his memories of the otters. <laughs> had smartphones been invented at in this time, he would have had many, many videos of it, but oh. done it covertly. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, it looked like he's checking his text because he's bored.
1: Uh, so yeah, that's what I think uh, Thunderbolt Ross was up to.
0: All right, there you go. Well, uh, that's it for this episode, which is called The Beast Within. Let's talk about the episode we're viewing next week. Oh boy. This is a great title. And by that, I mean <laughs> the title of this episode is, uh, it's got commas in it, of guilt models and murder Oh, of guilt, models and murder. Is
1: there that Oxford comma?
0: No, there is not just the one comma. Philistines. There's only as the one comma. Yeah. No Oxford comma though. As vampire weekend once said, who gives a fuck about an Oxford comma?
1: The people at Oxford.
0: Yeah, it's true. (laughs) End of that song. Uh, (laughs) So in this episode, this is an interesting choice of last name for looking back from our modern perspective, David Blaine. Mm. he's doing magic uh david blaine takes a job as a valet to investigate the murder of a model that the hulk is being blamed for <gasps> we get to see different accounts of the murder and flashback but which one really happened
1: oh, we get a hulk Who It.
0: yeah it's a hulk rashomon Ooh, right okay. everybody's from different perspectives Nice. We, have, we don't we have to figure out what it is this is a real a real who I am starting to realize that I mentioned Columbo earlier. This is definitely of the era of Columbo. <laughs> and if you like excise the monster parts of this and just put Peter Falk in a rumpled trench coat, <laughs> these aren't that different than the storylines. Like this diamond no. this diamond thing could have been something that Columbo was stumbled upon.
1: <laughs> God. You're not wrong.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, that was a better written show, and, yes. and the mysteries made more sense. <laughs> um, but the, like, there is kind of a detective show in here, really. Banner is kind of a guy who just stumbles into mysteries <laughs> to a certain extent.
1: This is very true. Stumbling is the right word, I think. Though
0: I feel like this episode, at least in description, I don't really remember it, um, it is is a better kind of whodunit where it's like the Hulk may have killed somebody and Banner's afraid of that.
1: Let's not speak too soon, John. I'm just saying time will I'm tell. Saying
0: in in premise, if you're gonna do okay. a whodunit on the Hulk, the idea that the Hulk is a chief suspect and All Banner right. has to investigate a murder that he may have even without his own knowledge committed. That's true. Is is once again on paper a good idea for an episode okay, okay. of the Hulk.
1: We shall see if it is. We
0: shall see next week when we talk about, I mean, I I don't have high hopes with this title of Guilt, Models, and Murder.
1: Well, they just clearly had a list of things that were in the episode. Yeah.
0: What's (laughs) in it? I don't know. Maybe he's guilty. All right. Guilt's in there Uh, because a model got killed. Model, Yeah, it was a murder. Guilt. Yeah, we'll throw an of in there and we're done. Perfect. I feel like everybody was just trying to get home early on this (laughs) show. Like the writing staff was just like, that's good enough. Mm -hmm. All right. We're out of here. All right, well, that's it for this episode. Uh, thank you for continuing to join us down the Green Mile.
1: Yes, as we continue the uh, continuing adventures of Dr. David Benton, Benchley Benson, Bradburn Banner.
0: Yep. <laughs> and we'll be back next. we got so many more of these. We haven't even come <laughs> close to digging into this, really. Uh, but, yes, uh, for the Green Mile, I'm John Gamble.
1: And I've been Mike Gargoni.
0: Oh wow, you got thrown off on that one, yeah, a little I bit, did. didn't you? Anyway, don't don't call us out because you don't want to make us angry because you wouldn't like us when we're angry.